You're listening to a BGE podcast. You're listening to my story on the blind grilling experience, where we talk about the history and food that got me where I am today. Fish fries. Fish fries are as common in communities and festivals and events as they are in backyards. A lot of relationships and neighborhoods have been built up, all centered around fish fries. But before you can have a fish fry, you gotta catch some fish. I grew up on the rivers of Missouri, the Gasconade, the Big Piney, and the Little Piney. Going to Lake of the Ozarks, Bull Shoals, Taney Como, and Table Rock Lake down near Branson. Catching all kinds of fish. But growing up, fishing on the riverbanks was really all that I knew. Wading up and down the rivers. Eventually getting a job at a campground at canoe rental and did a lot of canoeing up and down those rivers. One day my dad asked me if I wanted to go fishing and so we grabbed our poles, threw them in the back of the truck and we cut across a old cornfield behind the house and headed down to the Gasconade River on the bank that was right alongside of that cornfield. We were there for a little bit catching some little things, some drum and some brim and a couple of goggle eye also referred to as rock bass when an old friend of ours came scooting by on his boat sam wilson you may remember the name sam wilson from prior episodes talking about coon hunting Well, he swung that boat in up to the bank where we were fishing and asked my dad if he wanted to jump on and run down river with him and do a little bit of fishing. Of course, being the kid that I was, I spoke up pretty quick. I want to get on the boat. My dad said, no, you stay here. And dad got on the boat and they took off. I got to tell you, Listening to that boat take off and them get down that river was not the most pleasant thing for me. Now, I was a little upset. In fact, I think I even pouted like a puppy had been put outside. But while they were gone, I decided, you know what, I'm here at the riverbank. I am got my pole and got some bait. They're probably going to be catching all kinds of fish, and I won't catch much more than we've already caught, but I'm still gonna do what I can to fish really wasn't having much luck and that boat just kind of faded off into the distance and there I was right on the riverbank all by myself I caught a few more goggle eye and a few more little brim 
pretty soon I started walking up and down the bank. There's some down trees and little couple of inlets, some freshwater streams that fed the gasconade there. And I jumped in and started catching some crawfish. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to try and put one of these crawfish on a hook and throw it out and see if I can catch something with one of them. And that first cast, I threw it hard as I could throw, and no longer did it hit the water and before it could hit the bottom. That line was tight, that pole was bent, just about jerked out of my hand, and the fight was on. Man, I, I tell you what, that fish, I had no idea how big or how small he was, but it felt good tugging on that pole. I thought I had a big drum, maybe a catfish. And I kept getting it in a little bit closer and a little bit closer and thought, well, no, it's definitely not a catfish. Maybe it is a drum. And as it kept getting closer and it would reel and rip some line off, and then finally, as I got it up towards the bank, I saw that it was a huge smallmouth bass. I started getting in the water and getting closer to it and finally got a hold of it, brought it up on the bank, and I was grinning ear to ear. I put that fish on that stringer along with all the other fish that we had caught, none of which were anywhere close to that smallmouth bass. It ended up being nearly three pounds, which was a really nice smallie. Well, after a little while, that boat with my dad came buzzing by. And they kept going. They went upriver. And they were gone for a little while. I caught some more fish, caught a couple more smallies. Pretty soon, I had a stringer full of fish. And here they came back, pulling up to the bank. Asking, well, did you do any good? I said, oh, I caught a few, I guess. How about y'all? They said, we didn't catch a thing. I said, oh, man, that's a bummer. I grabbed that stringer, and I pulled up that stringer, and their jaws just about hit the bottom of the boat. <laughs> they couldn't believe, first of all, the fish I'd caught, but just how big that one smallmouth was. Here I was, so upset that I didn't get to go on that boat with them. And yet, I caught more fish than they did just right there on the riverbank. I learned a little bit that day. Probably should have learned a little bit of humility, but I think I still give my dad grief about that. <laughs> about that time. <laughs> But along with learning some lessons when it comes to fishing, I'm so grateful for my dad and my grandpa, my mom, my brother, and so many others took the time to introduce me to fishing, teach me the lessons about nature and our natural resources and everything that goes into it, working at the Camp Granite Canoe Rental, going along the banks, picking up trash for those folks who did not respect the natural resources that they were out there to enjoy. And we doing our part to 
make sure that it was still a beautiful place for others to go out and enjoy and hoping that grandparents and parents would take kids out and teach them some of the same lessons that I learned. Because one of the best things I found out after catching all them fish was eating them. And that brings us back to not only fish fries, but fishing as a whole. How long has fishing been around? Well, I don't know the exact answer to that question, but this I do know. The first few apostles that Jesus called were fishermen. Now, they were dropping nets off the side of the boat when they were catching fish. And while we've got a few innovations today that help us and we use them to go out and catch fish, we're using fishing rods and reels long way from the cane pole and just straight line. But folks are long lining, they're trolling, they're jigging, they're even bow fishing and spear fishing, trot lines, jug lines. Man, even some folks are jumping in the water, sticking their hands and feet into holes and catching catfish without any other equipment than their own bodies. They call that noodling. I'm not a big fan of the noodling aspect of things. Something about sticking my hand or a leg in a hole underneath the water, just wondering if something's going to bite it, doesn't appeal much to me. But when it comes to fishing and all the ways that you can do it, from dropping a line through the ice, dropping it off the back of a boat, trolling, cane pole, a net, a bow, a spear, or even a gig, so many ways that people can catch fish. It's almost as diverse as the fish themselves. You know, if I think about all the fish that I've caught, just in the state of Missouri, I'd have to take off my boots and I'd still run out of digits counting all the species of fish. And that's just the freshwater fish. From largemouth bass to smallmouth bass and goggle-eye to white bass and crappie to walleye, northern pike and muskie, drum and red horse suckers, Flathead catfish, channel catfish, blue cats, rainbow trout, brown trout, brook trout, gar, several kinds of those. All kinds of fish that people go after and can catch. All kinds of ways that they go after them and catch them. And all kinds of ways of eating them. Again, almost as diverse as there is ways of catching them and how many fish there are in the water. From frying to smoking to grilling. Some folks even eat them raw. Speaking of which, as much as I love fried fish and smoked trout wood-planked salmon. 
I think probably the best fish I've ever put in my mouth was raw tuna that I had just caught off the Pacific coast of Costa Rica. I know a lot of folks call it sushi or sashimi, but man, it was good. It was really, really good. But whether you're up as far north as I've been, the Canadian border with Minnesota, ice fishing for northern pike and walleye, or off the Pacific coast of Costa Rica, or anywhere in between from Tennessee to Kentucky, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma, Colorado, Missouri, Minnesota, all the places I fished. One thing is for certain, I gained a very healthy respect, not only for the natural resources that we have in the freshwater, but in the saltwater, from the Gulf of Mexico to the Atlantic coast to the Pacific coast. I've eaten a lot of different types of fish, from halibut to shark, red snapper and vermilion or beeline snappers to redfish, tuna. And that's just the fish. We're not talking about all the other critters, such as crawfish, lobster, crabs, clams, oysters, mussel, all the other things that you can get out of the natural resources of water, salt, and fresh. And yet, when it comes to all of those things, one of the things that has been in common, no matter where I've lived, has been fish fries. While some folks consider certain fish, such as suckers, such as red, suck, red, red horse suckers, a trash fish, Nixon, Missouri has a festival every year celebrating red horse suckers with their sucker days. And of course, the world's largest fish fry in Paris, Tennessee, every April, and they fry 12,500 pounds of catfish. It's a huge community event. Again, as we said, relationships are built together. New friends, old friends, all getting together, reminiscing and talking and making new memories all around the water that they've been on. And then when that fish hits that hot oil, you know it's time to eat. <laughs> <laughs> 